0: This episode of the Grow From Your Heart podcast is brought to you by our friends at SeedsHereNow.com. SeedsHereNow.com is the only official home of Swamp Boys Genetics. You can also find TH Seeds, Aficionado Genetics, and of course, Irie Genetics. Everything at SeedsHereNow.com is backed by an award-winning satisfaction guarantee. And for my friends on a tight budget, SeedsHereNow.com offers several packs for under $30, as well as amazing monthly sales. Make sure to use coupon code GFYH10 while checking out to save a few bucks. Once again, that is coupon code GFYH10 while checking out at SeedsHereNow.com. Here we go. Welcome to the show, podcast world. I'm your host. My friends call me Rasta Jeff, and this is episode 639 of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. In this episode, I'm going to focus on emails. Before we get to those emails, let's do a few shout outs to a few members of the 710 Club. Of course, the 710 Club are the folks who support us on Patreon at the $7.10 a month level or higher. So with no further ado, let's start off with the big Grow From Your Heart podcast. Thank you. Shout out to my friend, Mr. Let's send a big grow from your heart podcast. Thank you. Shout out to a longtime supporter, Gramps Memo. Let's send a thank you to Dank Grows and Coach Steve. Let's send a big thank you. Shout out to Stony Like Baloney and Godfather Kush. Let's send a big grow from your heart podcast. Thank you. Shout out to Mr. Mean Green 8 and 716 Vibes. Let's send a big fist bump to Blackhawks fan and Just a smoking. I want to send a big grow from your heart podcast. Thank you. Shout out to my friend Gaiuti Grows. Then let's wrap it all up with a big Grow From Your Heart podcast. Thank you, shout out to my friend, Jethro Earl 710. Big thanks and big shout out to everybody who continues to support the show on Patreon. If you are not already supporting the show and you would like to learn how to do so, all you have to do is visit www.patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. All of the information you need will be right there on the screen. And of course, I did include a link in the show notes and the video description to make it nice and easy for all of my friends. All right. I don't have a lot of stuff to ramble about at the start of the show. Let's jump right into the email portion of the show. This one came to us from a person named Sam and it says, you can use my name. That makes things a lot easier for me. I know I can just say this came from Sam and it says, I'm a relatively new grower. Thanks to your podcast. It says I'm a disabled veteran with PTSD. And a few years ago, I began discovering that cannabis is an amazing medicine and is much healthier of an alternative to alcohol. Uh, First of all, Sam, thank you for your service. I do appreciate what you've done for the country. Uh, You've got some PTSD. I know what that's like. It's probably different PTSD, but it still sucks. So bro, thank you for your service and thank you for the support on the podcast. And I'm glad you're growing now. It goes on to say, also, I'm glad you're using cannabis instead of alcohol. I too am a, uh, I'm an alcoholic. I haven't had alcohol in a long time. I'm not tempted by alcohol. I don't desire, crave or need alcohol, but there was a time in my life when alcohol was a serious crutch and I was not the best person I could be. I was kind of an asshole to people around me. I was very irresponsible. wasn't responsible with my, uh, my words, my actions, my health, uh, my physical or mental well-being were not important to me. I've come a long way since then, and life is much better without that poison in me. I understand the struggle. It was, uh, wasn't the easiest thing to quit. I had to get rid of friends and lifestyle changes and shit. This is not the Quit Drinking Alcohol podcast. I want to sympathize with you and say that I know how that feels, and I'm really grateful you've joined us on Team Cannabis, and we've gotten away from Team Alcohol. Shout out to Team Cannabis. All right. It keeps going. Uh, I live in a cannabis unfriendly state, so I can't afford to continue purchasing free market cannabis. After researching for almost a year and finally getting my courage, I planted my first seeds allegedly in the winter of 2018. Bro, congratulations. I'm glad you've stepped up and taken responsibility for your own medicine needs. It says, I've used your podcast extensively to do my research and I've learned a great deal from it. Thank you. That means a lot to me. It says, thank you so much for putting it out there. It's going, it's a, it's a given, uh, receive. It's a full exchange is what I'm saying here. It's a give and take and I appreciate it. It says, I still listen regularly, regularly, and I have some, and I have since made grow friends in my state through your podcast and the Discord server. Big shout out to all of my friends on the Discord server for helping out new friends, old friends, making new friends, connecting the community. That is a cool place over there. Check out the Discord server. There is a link in the video description. I'm going to keep going. It says, cannabis as a medicine is a very well-known topic, but I also wanted to mention the therapeutic aspects of, of the cannabis growing process. I completely agree with this. I want to keep reading, but I already want to say I fully agree with that. It says my garden has become a haven for me that I use to manage my stress and anxiety. It gives me something to research and learn about when I'm feeling lost in the world. And it helps me to know that I'm part of a whole community of other home growers out there that many of them are veterans as well. And I have come as, as I have come to learn. Yes. Uh, I love that whole statement. Uh, The garden should be your haven, your safe space, your moment of zen. Um, I was deeply immersed in the commercial cannabis industry. Since COVID happened, I have basically backed out of all of my commercial cannabis uh, contracts. I'm not working with any facilities right now. I don't go to any big places. And you know what? I've never been more in love with growing cannabis. My personal garden has not looked this good in a long time. Uh, I was focused on a cannabis business. I was focused on production, schedules, numbers, weights, potency reports. I was forgetting the thing that I preach all the time, grow from your heart. I was still doing that, but that was like seventh or eighth on the list. It should be number one. Uh, Our friend Sam here is growing from his heart because this plant, this grow room is his zen. It's his new playground. It's the place to go. It's the library. It is the place where he could just go and be himself I feel like when I go in my garden, I put earbuds in and whatever I'm listening to, that's what I got in my ears. I turn off the phone. I got the phone on in case the daughter, but I don't look like if my daughter calls, I'll answer her. She's about the only one I'm going to answer in the garden. Kids are important. Everybody else, they can wait. I'm in the grow. That is my moment of Zen. That is my time. Those plants need my attention. That garden is relying on me. And it's just, it feels so good. It's my quiet space. It smells good. Uh, it's, Beautiful in there. If it's a snowy day outside, it's fucking nice in the garden. If it's a hot day outside, beautiful in the garden. It's always about 78, 79 degrees in there. It's always just the right humidity in there, just depending on what phase we're in, depending on which room I'm in. But it's never too extreme in the garden. It's beautiful in there. And I've got my earbuds in. I either got Joey Diaz yelling at me or Chris Stefano telling me a dirty joke or fish blaring in my ear. Sometimes it's just dead silent in there and it is beautiful. Nobody can mess with me. Nobody can give me any problems. And then the other thing I talk about and think about is don't think about bills. Don't think about problems. If you've been arguing with somebody, if you fucking had a fight in traffic, if your neighbor's been being a dick, if there's something on your mind, don't carry that into the grow room with you because you're going to put that on the plants and they're going to be stressed out too. So when I go in there, I make it a point to just close the door behind me and all the bullshit out there, all the stuff out here in reality and Babylon gets left out here. Everything in my grow is good vibes, jaw love. We don't think about that stuff. I'm not growing from my wallet. I'm not growing from my ego. I'm not growing for Instagram. I'll share it with Instagram. I'll put some money in my wallet after I grow, but that wasn't the intention. The intention is to... See this beautiful plant, this amazing product go from 0.0 to point harvested, dried, cured. And then either I get to consume it or one of my friends gets to consume it or a medical cannabis consumer gets to consume it, which is all of us. We're all medical cannabis patients. One of us gets to consume that and we're going to feel better. Most of the time I feel good, but when I smoke, I feel even better. And then when I don't feel good and I smoke, then I can feel good and then even better. So this plan is very therapeutic. It, should be, uh, it shouldn't be, it should be thought of as a commodity, as a product. It should be working all the way from the beginning to the end. It should be building you up and making you feel good. Don't let it get stressful. That's part of why I walked away from the large-scale commercial industry. I could go back. I could do that. But I'm at a point where it was getting more stressful than it was feeling rewarding. And just having my personal grow, my personal business, it's really there's more passion in it. I enjoy it. I'm back to growing from my heart. Every plant I touch is grown with full love because I could touch every plant now. I can address every plant. I don't have to tell somebody, go water those. I'll water these. We'll hope they all get watered by the end of the day. There's no stress. I'm back to growing pure with love from my heart. It's all about the love and enjoyment now, uh, which I think will make all the products better as well. So I want to get back into this. Um, Don't think about your money, don't think about your wallet. Don't think about how chicks are going to like you because you got weed. Don't think about the drum set or the guitar or the sneakers or the car you're going to buy, the video games you're going to buy when you sell that product. Don't think about that stuff. Think about, it's like a meditation. Uh, You start off with the seed that doesn't have, it's got life in this little ball and you brought it all the way to fruition. You get to harvest it and smoke it. That's weeks and weeks of nurturing and meditation and growing. You get to spin with that plant. Then while you're doing that, you're also meeting this whole group of people that we've talked about, the cannabis community, you think, well, I wonder if my plants are doing okay. So you go to the internet, just to compare your plants to others or to get advice. And then you find this guy, Rasta Jeff, and then you realize he's approachable. I can make friends with him. And then you realize he's got a whole group of people that hang out with them and made him a discord server. And you can chat with everybody in there. And so then not only do you have these plants that are, uh, Zen meditative, therapeutic, and then rewarding, but then you make friends in a community that are also therapeutic, rewarding. Having friends is very rewarding. We're social creatures. At least I am. I can't shut the fuck up and I love having friends. So it does build a great thing. Being in the garden, the cannabis plant, the cannabis community is amazing. You guys already knew that. I'm rambling, but this message meant a lot to me. We kind of get far from the point here. Uh, Sometimes we forget our roots, forget our goals. I wanted to go back and remind myself and you guys that um, we're growing medicine to nourish ourselves, our bodies, our minds, our spirits, however you're taking it. I get all three from it. Uh, My body feels better when I smoke, my mind feels better. And of course I use it at Rastafari. I use it for meditation, use it for enjoyment. Uh, mind, body, spirit, everything is feeling better from consuming cannabis. We've got to remember to grow from our hearts and not let this plant be a commodity, be a profit, be a product. I understand we have commercial facilities and it is, but go back to your roots, fall in love with this plant again. Like I have, I never lost my love, but I mean, Now that I've given up the commercial thing, I've got more time to really love these plants again. I'm not thinking about time clocks and employees and schedules and fucking deliveries and manifests and fucking metric numbers. And I don't mean like the metric system. I mean metric, the marijuana enforcement tracking and regulation, something that we use here in Colorado and many other states. It's one of the worst damn programs ever designed, and it makes people want to punch themselves in the face repeatedly over and over all day. And I don't have to mess with that because I'm not in the commercial environment. More time to love the plants. Sam, you got me rambling, bro. Thank you. There is more to this message. Excuse me for that kombucha burp. I hope the microphone didn't pick it up. Not even going to edit because I'm human. It goes on. It says there are times when my mental state is in the dumps. And the only thing I look forward to is trimming or watering or making edibles. Uh, yeah, that is a lot of why I quit consuming alcohol. I was trying to grow and also drinking and I would go out and get shitty drunk. And you forget that night that you got shit to do in the morning. Right. And you get shitty drunk and you wake up and you go throw up and you think I'm going to poop some blood and go back to sleep. But then you realize, shit, sure, I got a garden to go take care of. And you got to go play in the grow room hungover. No, thank you, bro. I would much rather grow cannabis sober, not hung over. No, let's get in there. I, I mean, I said sober, but trust me, there are dabs and blunts and joints and bong rips. All those things are happening. That's all acceptable. But I'm not getting drunk anymore. Uh, I can't be in a grow room drunk. Be under grow lights hungover. No effing thank you. So yeah, that uh, contributed a lot to me being a non-alcohol consumer. And you're right. Having those beautiful plants in there to wake up to. It's like having pets that aren't going to shit on the floor and run away. It really is. Uh, my plants have never shit on the floor. Uh, I've had plenty of dog shit right on the floor. So, yes, when the mental state is in the dumps, sometimes knowing that those plants relying on me uh, really does help me out. And I seem like an upbeat, positive, happy-go-lucky dude. I've got a traumatic brain injury that sometimes uh, there are some dark, dumpy days for me. And you're right. Being in the garden for a couple of hours, I'll go in there thinking I fucking hate the world. I don't want to talk to anybody. And then I'll come out being like, I'm going to call some friends and hang out because life is good. The garden is very therapeutic, spending time with all that living stuff in there. It is very therapeutic, but don't, don't forget to get some real nature sometimes as well. Um, there is more to this. I didn't realize when I started growing that it would be a tool for me in so many ways. It is such a tool in so many ways. The thing you didn't mention that I think you'll discover next, uh, and your growing adventure is that now that you're taking good care of these plants and feeding the plants carefully, the next thing that will fall in line is you'll start taking better care of yourself physically, health-wise, what you consume, what you eat. Uh, You'll start thinking about the products you eat better, but not only the things you eat, but where they came from, how they were made, how they were sourced. You'll start, it'll just be, you'll get more aware. You're going to get woke because you're growing weed and it's going to help you out. It's going to be good for you. You're already getting a mental boost from this, which is giving you a spiritual boost from this. The next thing you're going to get is a physical learning lesson. You're going to realize, why do I spend so much time measuring precise millimeters Milliliters for products to feed my plants. But when it comes time for my dinner, I slap fucking butter and fucking cheese and a bunch of shit in a pan and eat it like I'm fucking gonna live through anything. You'll start thinking, well, maybe if I give myself the appropriate shit, maybe I'll thrive like my plants do. And it'll all click in you one day and you'll go, huh, that's why I felt like shit because I was just eating fucking all the wrong shit. So that's the next thing you're gonna realize, I think, uh, when it comes to your cannabis adventure. I know this is a really uh, off topic kind of a message, but you guys, I really feel this is the way it goes. You start learning about cannabis. You get that connection and then you say, I'm feeding my plants. I should feed myself. I see it happen, especially in commercial growers because they're in the grow all day, busting ass. They got to work harder. They got to eat more and they see it. They just see the thing. Also, I'm in there talking about how I eat well and maybe that inspires them, but that's your next move, dude. Uh, It's been great for your mental health. Um, My therapist and I have even discovered that oftentimes when I'm lacking in caring for my mental health, I'm lacking in taking care of my grow area as well. Isn't that how it's a reflection? Uh, The way you do something is the way you do everything. And when that mental state starts going fucking haywire, the garden starts showing it, it really reflects. The whole life starts looking like it's unraveled. And then you go, "Ah, everything's out of control. I got to get my shit together. You go clean up the garden, start cleaning up your life. And then guess what? You start having better conversations. Your mind is more open. You're more free. Uh, You start actually wanting to go places because your brain feels good. You want to be around people. It will spark that for you. I agree completely. So, uh, my grow area has become sort of a metaphor in my life that I can use for measuring as a measuring stick for taking care of myself. Yes. My friend, if that garden starts getting out of control, you got to reach out to a friend and say, Hey, why am I doing this? Or maybe just reach inside of yourself and say, what am I lacking? What am I fucking up on? Why am I hating the world? Why am I hiding? Why am I being a recluse again? Get it going. Maybe call a friend, Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe do your thing. Maybe sometimes calling a friend isn't the best thing to do when you're in the dumps. Maybe you just drag them down too, but you know how to get yourself out of it. Go in that grow, take care of business and feel the pride of the grow. Then smoke a fat one. He wraps it up with all of that to say, learning how to grow from your podcast has been a life changing experience for me. And I can't thank you enough. Sam, this message was life changing to me. I get messages like this frequently. I get a lot of messages, but they never stop warming my heart. They never stop filling me with pride they never stop making me feel good about what I do. Um, knowing that I'm helping you out with your PTSD, knowing that I, we, not just me, you, um, my guidance, my advice has led you to help yourself with your PTSD and get your mental health on track. So thank you, bro. Uh, this sort of stuff is like grow nutrients for me. You just gave me a bloom booster. You just gave me some recharge. Keep me going for a few more episodes. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. And again, if you're ever in the dumps, bro, and you need somebody to talk to, I'm a busy guy. I got a lot of shit going on. But if you ever messaged and said, I'm having a fucking dark day and need a friend, I'll bring you some fucking sunshine, bro. Never fear. Don't be shy. And that goes to just about everybody out there. If you tell me I'm having a dark day and shit's weird, we'll hang out for a minute. Don't worry. All right. I've got a lot more messages in front of me. been going for a long time. I want to make sure uh, to cover as much as I can in this episode. This is a great one. This one comes from my friend, Zachary. You, what up, Zachary? Thank you for the great message. This one goes, I've got a great question for you. Do you grow your competitor's seeds for either quality control standards, calling bullshit or just plain fun? That's a great question. The short answer is, yeah, bro. Uh, I love to grow my competitor's seeds, but the thing is I'm not going to call them competitors. Let's call them, uh, colleagues, my friends, uh, my breeding bros, I don't find them to be competition. We all have businesses. We all want to sell seeds. We all want to fucking make sales and do business, but that's not what it's all about. If a client or a customer came to me and they said, Hey, I want this strain. And they list off a few details and that strain is not in my menu, which it probably is. Cause I have a vast menu with a lot of things and I know it pretty well. But if you say I want something and I don't have it, I'll recommend something from another breeder because that is my job as a responsible grower, as a responsible community leader, just as a fucking polite person. Um, And people have seen me do it and they've been like, bro, that person would have bought seeds from you. And I, I could be like, yeah, they would have bought seeds, but they would not have gotten what they wanted and they would have wasted their money. And at harvest time, they would have been like, man, fuck that guy. He sold me the wrong shit. Instead, they went and got the seeds they wanted from one of my friends who's not a competitor. They're a colleague. We're all in the same gang. We're all in team cannabis. They went and got the seeds they wanted from somebody. They grew them, and now they made two friends. They said, damn, these seeds are fucking cool, and I'm glad that guy Rasta Jeff recommended me those. He could have taken my 100 bucks and fucked me and just gave me something, but instead he said, go over there and visit Duke Diamond or go visit Ethos or Miss Jill because they've got what you're asking for, and he doesn't. I find that to be the way to operate. They're not my competitors. They are my friends. We message each other on social media. We talk. We see each other at all of the events. We travel. Uh, we're all doing the same thing. We live and learn with each other. There are weird rivalries, and Some people don't talk to each other and uh, I'd rather just not be friends with some people, but I don't got no bickering, no hate or no nothing like that. I don't talk shit about anybody. I don't have hatred for any other breeder out there. If they don't like me, that's cool. That's on them. I'm down to be cool. All the beef is over. In my opinion, I'm fucking too old for that dumb shit. It's not high school is what I think I'm getting at. Uh, I'm down with all the breeders. They got nothing but love and respect coming from me. So uh, I do grow out their stuff because where all, what like that's where seeds come from. If I keep growing all of my stuff, I'm just going to be growing my stuff. So I've got to introduce other things into the garden or I bottleneck my breeding. So where else is other stuff going to come from? Other breeders. So yeah, I do breed and grow and test run other breeder stuff. Sometimes I'm amazed. Sometimes I'm fucking amazed. <laughs> Sometimes I'm amazed. I'm like, I paid money for this shit and other people are paying money for this shit. And there's not a fucking the whole thread of hate speech on the fucking internet about this person after paying good money for these seeds. I don't go and bash anybody. I don't talk that shit. That's not my place. If I were to say that, fucking I don't, anything I say, if I were to say that seed company, and I don't want to make up numbers because there's probably a seed company called that right now. If fucking Macbook seed company sold me seeds and they sucked, it wouldn't do me any good to go online and say Macbook seed company sold me herms. That just looks like I'm trying to big up my company. So there's no need to bash it. Uh I just don't talk about it. When I do get a keeper, when I do get a champion, I'm not afraid to share that with you. Uh recently I grew the Jack the Ripper seeds. I got some Jack the Ripper seeds. Uh shout out to Subcool, shout out to all of the uh Team TGA team Green Avengers. Uh shout out to the people keeping the name alive. Um but I grew some Subcool stuff because Subcool was one of my heroes. Like uh it's weird as a 40-year-old guy to talk about your heroes, but without Subcool and TGA genetics, I wouldn't be Irie genetics Rasta Jeff would just be Some random fucking basement grower. Who knows? I'd be a musician probably. You would have never heard of me. I'd be a struggling-ass musician or a fake comedian. I'd be a stand-up comic. That's what I would do. Uh, But uh, without Subcool and TGA, I wouldn't be here. So when Subcool passed away, rest in peace, Subby, big respect, nothing but love. But when Sub passed away, it was my duty to make some crosses in honor of Subcool. So I bought uh, the—I didn't buy. I was given. Honestly, I was gifted some Jack the Ripper seeds from a member of TGA. Shout out to the person who gave those to me. Uh, they don't need any controversy, so I won't say their name. We don't need to start all the emails, but I got some TGA seeds from a friend. I grew them. I found my keepers and I bred to them. So, uh, that's a prime example of growing. Uh, people would consider TGA a competitor, but that was a friend, a colleague, a partner, um, a teammate. We're all on team cannabis. We're all on legalization. We're all on the green team. Um, we want it. We all want the same for the customer, the client, the community. We want you guys to get a successful seed, grow a successful plant, have a happy harvest, a successful outcome. So I don't find it. Um, and I know you're asking if I grow out competitor seeds and I'm focusing more on the word competitors. Uh, Mr. Soul said at one time, like we're all musicians and we're all in different bands and maybe, uh, you like reggae. Maybe you like country music. Maybe you like fucking pop hits from the eighties. Maybe you're into fucking Norwegian death metal there's a breeder out there that offers something for you that you're into. And, uh, every breeder just develops their own following. They get their own click, their own niche, their own certain type of people. And it's all about the vibe that they present. So, um, yeah, I do love to grow other seeds from other breeders. Um, not for calling bullshit or QC standards, just because I like to grow cannabis. I want to see like what they've got to offer. I see, a breeder say, Hey, I've got this coming out. And I'm like, Oh, I've been watching you. And I know those two parents. I'm kind of curious what that's going to do. I'll buy a pack and run it just for fun, just to see what it does. Sometimes I'll buy a pack and give it to a friend and let them run it just to see what it does. Because I'm that kind of guy. I'm very curious. I'm passionately curious, especially when it comes to cannabis, but also I don't have a bunch of room. So if I've got a friend with some open space, you know who you are, bro. Shout out for running seedlings for me and finding us some keepers. Uh, I just throw seedlings to other people and they run shit for me to find us stuff. And then I go visit and check out what they've got. And I help them pick keepers. And sometimes we disagree, which means I get one keeper, they get the other, cut a clone. I take one home, they get another. We both got what we wanted, but we got two different plants. I got more breeding stock. They got growing stock. I'm rambling on that part, but yeah, bro. I love growing other seed breeders stuff. That's how I find stuff for breeding. Uh, I'm growing the uh, chem de la chem right now, which is chem D to I-95 from, uh, fucking geez. Uh, that one's from JJ from top dog, right? Yeah. Jeez. I almost forgot who that shit was from. I apologize for that. I got so many seeds. I fucking get lost, but I'm growing that one right now. It came from seed and it is fire. That's a breeder. That's a keeper. It's been bred too. Uh, so that's where that came from. Just about everything I've got came from a seed. Eventually all plants came from a seed. So the platinum tangy that I grow, that was a seed from garden of Whedon. Uh, somebody else found that. But I mean, that came from garden of weed and the strawberry starburst or the strawberry fields. I used to make strawberry starburst was a seed that started off as a Crockett seed. I acquired the clone at a commercial grow, but in the long run, they're all seeds. So they all started from a seed. I'm rambling like a motherfucker on that answer. Now the answer is yes, bro. I do grow other people's seeds. I love doing it. I like to compare. I like to start my seeds and their seeds at the same time compare germ rates, compare growth rates, just see what's going on. There are a lot of reasons to do it, but mainly because it's fun and that's how I get some new shit to breed with. All right. This is going to be a quick Thursday episode. This next email I've got is going to take way too long for this show. So I'm going to start wrapping it up here. I want to thank you guys for listening to episode 639 of the grow from your heart podcast. I've got some cool stuff planned coming up in a couple of episodes. I don't want to make any, I don't want my big mouth to write any checks. My skinny ass can't cash cash. You know what I'm saying, but I got some good shit planned for you. I hope I can pull it off. I'm I'm excited to get it going. So I'm going to wrap this one up quickly. I can start working on that next episode, get some ideas, uh, some notes going. I may have to move a camera. I may have to use a different microphone. I've got some fun ideas you guys are going to enjoy. I've already said too much. Um, If you feel like this episode was educational, informative, and or entertaining, maybe you'd like to support the show financially. All you've got to do is visit www.patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. All of the information you need to support the show is right there on the screen. I want to give a big thanks to my buddy Dave's Not Here for all of the continued Patreon support. Also, if you feel like, oh, wait, where else was I going? Questions, corrections, comments, or concerns. That's what I wanted to say. If you've got questions, corrections, comments, or concerns, I would love to hear from you. My email address is hotmail.com. Don't be shy. Send me some messages. I love all of the support. Also, don't forget about the website, irigenetics.com. All things Irie Genetics, all things grow from your heart. Everything Ross to Jeff is posted at IrieGenetics.com. I really fell apart at the end of this episode, you guys. Thanks for uh, hanging out. I'll be back in a couple of days with fresh new content. I want to thank everybody for listening to another episode. Uh, I owe a big giant shout-out to my friend Girls Grow Too. And until next time, take a fat dab and give your mama a hug for me.